is that girl I see. You love singing so much. And back need to at dial it back. me. Have you never seen Mulan? Dial it back. Cute. All right. Was that him growling? I don't know. Okay. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get right into, into it. it. Welcome back to another episode of, of It's for, for the, the Table. table. We are the women of It's for the Table, and we're here to bring a little something for everybody. That's right, to this table. We're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a Sunday brunch with each other, unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark. We're unapologetic, a, a little, little bit messy, messy, but so ready to own our stories. So let's take an hour, take off your bra, if you're wearing one, grab your wine, or your iced coffee, or your White Claw, or your champagne, <laughs> or your vodka soda, or whatever you feel like drinking, and let's be heard together. together. Today is a uh, White Claws for us, so. Cheers. Cheers. The watermelon flavor is absolute garbage. So, uh, honestly, I'm not a big fan of mango either, so. Mm. Gotta work with what you got. Yeah, that's true. All right, so, uh, wait, am I recapping? You're doing everything. Oh, I am yeah. holding myself accountable to what we said. Uh-huh. Gabby, I, I, she'll never admit this. She hates when I do intros. Well, I, I just I just know you do. What? Since I, when? I can just tell that you do. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I don't think you think I like, I don't think I say, explain things properly. So you're always like. Trying to chi- correct you? Yeah. Chi- what? Well, no, you're like, you're, I mean, like you're chiming in to help me. It's like, you know, oh. I hate being on the spot. So like. Oh, okay. So it's me being nice in the long run. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, so if you missed it, last week's episode was episode 28. Um, where we talked about heartbreak. So, if you haven't listened to it yet, you know, little warning, make sure you're very comfy. You are listening to our <coughs> breakup playlist that we put out last week mm. um, and have a whole ass bottle of wine and just enjoy it. It is, um, it was very therapeutic for us. I think so. It's, it's, it, like I said last week, it was nice to reflect back on it knowing you're not in that like heartbroken stage anymore. Yeah, but if sure. you are, listen to it just it'll help yeah it'll, it'll help <laughs> but yeah it was a really good listen um and we know everybody who's gone through heartbreak so um check it out if you haven't and you can find us on our social media on instagram and on twitter at it's for the table all one word make sure you follow our ghost writer or ghost tweeter Alyssa munger Thanks. on twitter um, and we do have a Facebook page, so go ahead and like it. And if you haven't, it would mean the world to us if you left a review um, on our Apple page, uh, Spotify page, literally anywhere. I if you want to, if you, honestly, if you just want to side text me and be like, "Hey, it was really great listening to you," like that would also mean the world. But put it in writing and on the review, because I check all the reviews like every day. <laughs> and we haven't gotten a new one in like weeks, but I still check. So I'm optimistic. Yeah. So please leave yes. a review. Please reviews. And if you text Gabby, you have to text me too. Like yeah, I like, guess. And then put it in writing. So basically, don't side text one of us, text <laughs> each other together, because then we'll get mad. Um, so we're going to jump right into it. This week is episode 29. So we're actually going to talk about traditions. So not just traditions, but breaking traditions. Yeah, we hate them. We hate traditions. So, um, like, what's a tradition? I don't know, Gabby. <laughs> Why don't you tell us? <laughs> So a tradition is a custom or beliefs that have been passed down through generations, but also traditions I think a lot of people have experienced through whether it's certain cultural beliefs, religious beliefs, um, through family, like you, everybody has their own like family traditions as well. But also I think a major one is like societal traditions. Yeah. 
I think my beef with traditions big is beef. She's got big beef. I like. I just think they're categorized as a long accepting belief or action of something else. But I'm like, at what point did you accept it? Like I it, like, <laughs> I didn't sign a contract out of my mom's vagina saying I had to accept all of the following traditions for the rest exactly. of my life. So like, I I just don't agree with that. Right. And I think I like. I think tri- not traditionally, untraditionally, me and me and Alyssa don't really believe I- believe in a lot of traditional aspects. But whether, for different reasons. Yes, for also for different reasons. Yeah, like I I really love my family traditions, and I don't because <laughs> I don't love my whole family. <laughs> as harsh as it is, but like family trauma, like and I didn't I had a broken family, so like a lot of traditions weren't focused around my family. Right. But then I also have like cultural traditions from like my family and like from like Peru and like their backstory and family, uh, family like traditions. But then we also, I think where we see a lot in common, we question a lot of like societal traditions. Yes. Which is another thing. Nobody questions that's the tradition. That's exactly what I was just about to say, because I think that's like, that's the issue. Nobody questions any of it. It's like you should, if someone's like, oh, like you need to do this. As why I, well, I think it's embedded in us that that's like rude to ask why but it's just like it's not rude it's just educating yourself and then you get to decide for yourself if that's something you right. want to do like if i'm told i have to do something my first reaction is why the fuck do i have to do that right who told who who says that like who said all this right I and why know. hasn't it changed in and a long why, time and that's i think that's one of the issues of why the world is the way it is right now because we've been doing the same thing for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds for of centuries, years yeah. without ever questioning, is this working now? Is is this the most beneficial for us in, as right. a society? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Nobody wants to change anything because there's the people at the top are the ones benefiting from it. So it doesn't matter anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, and it's, it's strange because it wasn't until we started researching this in preparation for this episode where we like unraveled so many articles and websites and like uh, like like understanding where some of these things come from we're like what the fuck like that doesn't it wouldn't it if you listened or heard about it today explain certain situations you would be like why why would anybody in the right mind agree to this but right but also like in asking the tradition like why like you have to ask yourself why you don't like it so like it's like asking yourself like i'm not against shit just to be against it and just to be like the minority of certain right. things just to cause an argument like i'm against what i'm against because i i have i have personal reasons for that and right it's like, i i i don't like that just because i'm not conforming to it means i'm against it like i support for sure whatever like live your truth do whatever you want to do if that's the kind of life that you want i'm just about making your own decisions yes for it. you're making a really good point because i always do <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate complimenting her but no it, it, the good point is is that you know we're obviously going to talk about traditions in certain aspects but they're okay to have like traditions are okay to have yes. if you agree with them but i think what we're trying to say is it's frowned upon for somebody to think other like other but people trying know, to say people don't know what they're agreeing to they're just doing it without ever like realizing if that's something they even want to be doing to begin with yeah okay so i think so think and, I, uh, what i'm trying to say is that if when people think a, a different way about right. that tradition or question it or want to change it themselves that aspect is frowned upon because it's like you're breaking it's like you're breaking protocol you're breaking mm-hmm. what has been set in stone for like you said hundreds of years yeah and i i but i think that it's just so n- it's so normal to 
combat somebody that's like against traditions you're just like well, why are you against it we've been doing this for hundreds of years and it's just like if that's your argument you're already gonna you're already gonna lose yeah because like that can't be the argument like if you genuinely believe in something like be passionate about it enough to educate yourself on why yeah. you might even be surprised that if you look back on the origin of some things you'd be like, wait, I, I signed up for what? Yeah. A hundred percent. So I think obviously because we are two strong, independent, beautiful, um, Hashtag interesting women, funny, funny women. We're obviously going to start <laughs> with talking about women and like women and their roles in society and also the tradition that has been like created for them, for us. Right. Yeah, I think um, so just like my background of like even growing up, I don't think I really ever gave into like the traditional like I've, I've never been about the traditional nine to five. I lasted like a year doing it. Yeah, and I, I agree. Like, we'll never go back. <laughs> but I like I, I like serving. I'm on the untraditional schedule of literally everybody else. Like I don't work nine to five. I actually work like five to twelve. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm already like against the grain in that regard so like right. that kind of has always just been like my mindset i've never gone about things right the way everybody else does well i think the the biggest tradition for women is their work or mm-hmm. c- career right so like i think for a really long time when women hit adulthood you would get a job for a little while until you found somebody to marry and then after that, your job was being the your housewife. Your job was being the housewife, right. Right, like cleaning, taking care of whether it was the kids or, you know, your significant other, um, making dinner. Which, like again, it's no slight to the housewife life and yes. the stay-at-home moms. I, I know that's a job in itself, and I can't it even is. imagine It is. Oh, my God, it. yeah. I mean, if you I mean, should, listen to I one of our past episodes, how the, we praise moms. Right. <laughs> like, that job is the one of the hardest jobs out there, but it's just frustrating that... The issue is that, like, they... There's some people that never got the choice. Like women couldn't, oh, women yeah. had never to stay had at home because jobs go. weren't available to them because it wasn't normal for women to work right. in the world. They had or to be the supported expe- by men. Or yes, or the expectation was that once you found your significant other, that that was your new, I guess, career. And that your was like whole your identity was supposed to be wrapped around that person. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, but no, no. I just have a lot to say. Wait, go for, for it. Go for it. <laughs> No, I was just going to say, like, like my uh, my previous, you know, career path, like a lot of it was me working a lot, a lot longer hours. It it wasn't so much nine to five. I mean, it could it could, I guess, be looked at as a nine to five. But like I would come home like not at five, like six, seven, eight, nine. Like sometimes I was out all night working and it was breaking tradition where I would come home and my husband or even my boyfriend or fiance at the time was cooking for me. Like I would come home and he would do the laundry. He would clean, he would take care of the dogs. He would, you know, do all that stuff. And then I was the one that was coming home late and basically (laughs) like doing nothing because I was exhausted all day. He also enjoyed doing those things. So it's not even like he was doing those things because he, he felt like he, he right. had to like that was his choice right. in like helping you out with your career in for sure like at the at-home aspect of it but i think there's different levels of how women are looked at in the workforce like at first we weren't even allowed to work and secondly like if you are working it has to be basically part-time but your main focus should be on the life with your husband and your children outside of work like for you it, like it was look it was frowned upon for women to put their careers over and their what children they wanted over anything else yeah over their children or, or their family aspect Which people no that's still true feel guilty for that like i think yeah. that you should if, if your career is your baby like that's your yeah. baby 
treat right like and there's always there's, there's always a balance with everything too and i think sometimes that balance isn't acknowledged because it needs to be so one-sided mm-hmm. which is frustrating and i mean to be honest that that was always a fear for me before i got married like i'm a very non-traditional person i've always been that way even from like my career choice my college choice like e- like e- i feel like everything i've ever done has been very non-traditional and obviously has like i won't say it has caused stress but it's been a topic of discussion yeah, for you sure have to explain yourself you have to explain yourself yeah uh, absolutely but i don't know what i was getting at well i know where we can get at children <laughs> <laughs> children like because like you're you're you've been married to jeff for a couple of years you've been together for about almost 10. 10 yeah and so like i think the topic of kids probably comes a lot up a lot with oh, yeah. your own family his family right because a it's basically like to to tradi- like traditional sense it's a math equation like marriage plus a certain age equals children what do they say first come love first comes love then comes marriage, marriage then, then comes, comes a baby in the baby, baby carriage. carriage no i'm okay no. but it's just like just because like you have one and just because you are a certain x right. age does not mean that you have to have children right away cuz i i i think the whole age thing is also changing like i i right now i i we have to give like society a little bit of credit because i think some things are starting to change because there are more people oh yeah for asking sure. the questions that should have been asked hundreds of years ago but right um just like when you get to a certain age like no there's no like biological clock anymore right. you're just like fuck i'm not where i want to be so i'm not going to bring another person into it if i don't want to bring another person into yeah. it yeah Abs- uh, absolutely i 100 percent agree and i also i also th- i think you're right about giving credit right give credit where credits do mm-hmm. i mean we had a woman run for president in 2016 right. and, and that's amazing and now we have a vice president woman not just a woman but a woman of color which is right. amazing so yes we love progress we love growth so like we're getting there and i it just right. it's obviously like not enough but yeah. there's still like little pieces of tradition that are like trickled in and it's like is this the tradition that we should be continuing to follow a hundred percent even even the kids aspect like me and Jeff have been married for two and a half years now, but like him and I have been getting the kids questions since we were just boyfriend and girlfriend still. And it's just like frustrating because I think people don't have ill intention when they ask, no. but they don't realize what that does to a person or their relationship or their like self-esteem. Like I am, I, I, I think that, for my personal happiness and like sanity, I'm a very selfish person in whatever chapter of my life this is right now where I just want to be happy. I want to spend time with my husband. I want to spend time with people that mean something to me. And I want to I want to use my time for things that benefit me. And right now, kids is is not that's for me that they're just not there right now. I don't know if they're going to be there. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful, but like you can't you also can't force something, it's which awesome. I think is very which is very frustrating because when people ask if people when people ask each other it's never it's never a when are, it's not it's never it I'm going to backtrack. Uh-huh. It's always when are you having kids and not if you have kids. Like if if you're going to. Right, it's always when. So it's like going to happen, but when versus right. is that something in your relationship or your personal decisions that you would like to to have but that's also super personal and if people start to realize how personal and invasive that question is yeah. then they have to like kind of backtrack on a lot of other things like i yeah so to 
a couple points to what you just said. I don't think it's selfish, and I, I like I, I I agree with the with it is selfish based on like the definition of selfish, but it's 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 not in a negative way because like just because you are you and wanting your own life yeah. with your own time right now does not make that a bad thing that you don't want kids right now. Right. But two, I I also like am guilty of asking those type of questions just because it is like embedded in my head that it's just it's one it's it feels normal to ask it comes out so naturally like i i i'm not when i first see people if i'm i i really do hate small talk and i i rather just like genuinely like have a genuine conversation but if you're just like meeting somebody passing you haven't seen them in a while i'll yeah. either ask them one how's how's their boyfriend or husband yeah like oh my god how is this how how is he doing and two i'll ask if because a lot of my friends or a lot of people that i know have have children i'll say oh are you having another Mm. and i'm like one that's so fucking rude of me to ask but it's just right. like but the fact that's like that's what's normalized because yeah. that's just like the comfort level that's like you have to ask about the husband and the relationship and then you have to yeah. ask about the kids it's never 100%. like it's never like oh like uh, how's your job like how's are your you career how's your career like what are your hobbies what are your hobbies right have you like booked any vacations lately like what have you been up to right it's always about the relationship i wonder the if that's traditional for men though like, I wonder when men talk to each other, like, is the first thing they ask, like, how's their significant other or if they are to have kids, like, how are the kids? Or is it more like, how's work going, man? A problem. Like, I, I'm curious. I don't know. So, so if you guys know and you're a man listening, let us know. If I were to guess, I do think that guys ask guys about their significant other. But I think that they would ask about the job before kids. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean. Which is fine, but just like, why? But why is that the norm? The why is that a sporting yeah. event that just happened? Yo, oh. did you see that play last night? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, I saw on Facebook your wife got promoted. Like, how, how's her how's her career doing? Yeah. I wonder. Hmm. Guys, let us know. We're really curious. But um, when we say guys, we basically mean Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barry, if you're listening, let us know. Um, but I think another, another huge topic um, that comes with tradition is marriage. Don't, uh, I'm doing don't it. get me it's fucking started. <laughs> <laughs> I think marriage is the like most traditional thing. The most. In yes. our society right now. Yeah. And not just like, I'm not ta- just talking about like the concept of marriage. I think there's so much that goes into it from, I mean, do we dive in? Yeah. So like, okay. okay we'll, we'll start from the very beginning okay. of marriage. So what's before marriage? The proposal. Right what's why why does the why does a man have to buy a woman a ring and why does it have to be a ring and why does the ring have to be so expensive also before even that why did the guy why does the guy have to propose yeah has a woman ever i'm sure a woman has proposed to a man but why isn't that normalized why doesn't it happen more often so we looked up the reason why rings are such a big deal because also to our surprise i checked google I didn't go deep into the go- the the web to find out this was like <laughs> accurate, but apparently that rings started, I mean from the Romans that they used to symbolize marriage ceremonies with gold or iron, right, or one of those degrees. But it wasn't until the 20th century that that both spouses actually started to wear rings. Like it was right. just like it was a, only the woman the that woman wore the thing. ring. Yeah, but the Egyptians considered rings because um, it was connecting. Oh, yeah. it was the connecting the the love vein. It's, there's a vein. It's like the major heart. vein from your heart that connects to your ring finger. Yes, and which is like that's why we put on that finger. But it's like right, which is kind of cool. But like, 
Well, but why is it still? Why, why can't it be on any finger that you yeah. want? Like, what I think it'd be pretty badass if I had like a pinky ring with a giant I'd diamond on it. I fucking put on my middle finger. Like, I and I also like I would prefer it on my right hand. Oh yeah. But if people see a ring on my right hand, they would probably not assume that I'm married. Right. It has. It's like it traditionally to, the it's, left. It's hand. traditional. Yes. Yeah. Which is like, again, I'm not against shit just be against it. Like, it, right. whenever I get married, um, I will probably wear the ring. Right. I mean, because I, I, I still want a ring. Like, of course. Even no, no, I no. You crazy you just spent all that money no but you you make a good point because i mean i've i'm obviously married and i got engaged but and to be fair i love my ring i love my ring um but like i always i i I always felt a little bit of guilt and just like we it just it's just uncomfortable to know that like jeff had to spend a certain amount right he had you have to spend a certain amount as, as some kind of symbol of love and appreciation to ask me to spend the rest of my life with that right. person and meanwhile we're like we, o- we we owned a house together we had a pet together like everything was already shared where like when i really thought about them like those are the signs of like love and affection that i want because that 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 shows it more than like a really expensive gift right. which is technically what an engagement ring is it's a really expensive gift that is a sign of love but i think i even think like that would be um decreasing like masculinity if guys didn't feel like like to them they're like oh like this is i'm giving you this like they feel like a sense of like yeah power and commitment to be able to provide you with this ring but also like imagine like if you're like just because you're okay what if you're so in love but you're really fucking broke and you're hundreds of thousand dollars in school debt and you didn't have like your career started off the way you wanted to does that mean that you love that person any less does that mean you can't get engaged if you can't provide them with uh the ring of that you think that they deserve which right i mean which I've traditionally is what you're told by society to do right like what if you just got a cheap ass ring and just yeah. fucking wore it i mean i would have preferred no that's that's a lie not preferred but like if jeff showed up with like 10 dogs and was like i adopted these all from a country where they were being euthanized it'd be like dope like <laughs> we're getting married tomorrow I would like there's I other like so- a really nice trip yeah <laughs> a really nice trip uh, like trip. A, a brand new like vintage car like uh, there's you know what i mean there's just like certain things that you think about that you're like wow if somebody got me that or if somebody right. did like that kind of gesture right. that's amazing because i really don't i also don't wear jewelry like i think it would it, it's gonna yeah be so weird whenever i do i i guess get engaged yeah. and have and wear a ring and wear a ring yeah hmm. but yeah something to think about something to think about um but I also love the idea of women proposing. I do love that. If anybody's listening who is a woman that proposed to, whether it's another woman or another man, like, let us know. I think that's really, really cool. Like, I think, because, I, like, the whole, I, the whole, I, the whole idea, and, like, again, I've never been in such a serious, long-term committed relationship where I, where we talked about, like, engage, engagement, but, like, in some, in some degree, like, shouldn't it be, like, a conversation and then, like, you guys kind of just decide to be engaged? Like, is it, like, does it have to be, like, the surprise element of it? And, like, because, like, it, because in movies and in situations that I've heard about Mm -hmm. through my friends, there's always one person that wants to get engaged a little bit more than the other. Like, it's, it's mostly usually the girl, like, like, oh, my God, we've been together for five years. Like, where's this ring at? Like, or they give the ultimatum, right? Right. It's like, yeah. It's like, I just, like, I, again, I haven't been in this predicament, but just knowing who I am at this point in time, I could I could totally see myself um, being so in love with somebody and we are on vacation together and we're just like, yo, 
I think we should just get married. Like in the moment, like, in like the eloping moment, and just it's just me and yeah. him. I can come back and throw a bomb ass party afterwards. But I like, love that. And we could get the ring together. But I also, but I'm also somebody like I, I'm cool with if you have like more than one marriage. Like if you marry your fucking high school sweetheart and ten years after it, it doesn't work out and you guys get divorced, I think you should. I think you deserve a second marriage just as much as anybody else. Like right. I, I'm cool. Or a with, second I think, chance to yeah, I think find people are, what is ultimately your. Yeah. Cause you also grow so much as a person. Like if you have four soulmates in your life, like, and it just like progresses with your life, like, and then you have four marriages. Like I'm also coming from like, my mom was married three times. Right. And you know what I mean? Like it, it was what it was so just yeah. to feel committed to that first marriage would just. Right. It well, pe- people, the rest of your I, life. I believe that people are chapters in your life. Like there's certain people right. that stay in your life for a certain amount of time, whether it was to make you happy, sad, learn a lesson, you know, enjoy the moment. And then sometimes you just got to let them go. You grow out of them. Cause I think, pe- I think uh, also uh, one of my many issues with traditions, I think people get so wrapped up into it. Like they're doing it just for that reason. Whereas like, you're not like looking at like it right. from like a logical standpoint or like a realistical standpoint, like, Hey, sure. I'm not happy doing this. So why the fuck am I doing it? Oh yeah. You mean like when people hit a certain age and they're like, well, I guess it's time to, I did the whole, I did the whole college thing. I did the whole traveling thing. I did the whole career thing. I guess it's time to get married. Yeah. Or like people that are in marriages and they're very unhappy with them because they they're just not, with in love with that person anymore but like well i have to stay in the tradition of this yeah this like society system of like right. the, the so I'm, like, I'm not going to get divorced like i'll just i'll just sacrifice my happiness for oh the rest gosh. of my life Ugh. like that's an extreme measure but like i just but, no, but, it, happens. It, but it happens the reality is that it, it, it happens i think another thing with tradition that i want to dive into is like weddings like <laughs> weddings are so expensive like are so expensive and it's crazy that like we're like when we think of weddings it's a it's a whole it's a party it's a two-day it's a two three-day event whether it's your reception your ceremony your uh, like there's just so much that goes into it and and when me and jeff got married the the good thing about our relationship is we're we're pretty much on the same page when it comes to certain things and we wanted and listen everybody has been to like how many weddings where they're like oh fuck i gotta go I got to go to this wedding. I don't know anybody there. Or I got to go to this wedding. And I'm going to sit at a table and make small p- talk with people that I don't know. It's or torture. It's Sometimes it's torture. And it was to the point where we were like, we don't want that. Like, that is the last thing that we want. We just want it to be a party. And instead, we got we got married in a barn. It was really cool. We got married in the summer. It was beautiful outside. I, no one eats wedding cake. Huh. Don't spend $12,000 on a wedding cake. Nobody fucking eats that shit. So we didn't. Sure. I got, a, I got an uh, ice cream truck. I had an ice cream truck come and show up and we saved so much money. Like sometimes there's, there are things that you don't need to do because other people have done it in the past when it comes to their marriage story. Right. I've had my, uh, my issue with <laughs> weddings, I think is part of, I think cost is a huge factor in it because yeah. I've told podcasts before, Gabby knows my rules are do not fuck with my money. Don't fuck with it. I'm not don't spending, fuck with it. I'm not spending a down payment on a house, on a wedding for everybody else to enjoy themselves just to stress myself out, figuring yeah. out how I'm going to pay for it just to make sure, sure everybody has the traditional experience. Like yeah. I think in the olden days um, where it was up to the bride's family to pay for the wedding, um, that was like tradition. And then whatever money they got from the, the, the wedding that they were able to start their life and like have a down payment and get like the white picket fence yeah. house and their, their like dream home. Yeah. Whereas like, Nowadays, that got so contorted because of the the infl the inflation of like 
the cost of living now. So it's just like, that's not even realistic to have to do yeah. the family pay for it now. Cause it's so much money. Right. So now that the, the fact that it, everything is so expensive and they're not getting the wedding paid for anymore. Right. The, the, the couple getting married still feels the obligation to stick with those traditions, which winds up costing them so much fucking money just to keep the tradition. But so then any money that they get from their wedding, it's basically just back in their pockets for the wedding that they just paid for. Like it, right. it's not to start their life anymore. Right. Because yeah, be, I mean, when, when you really think about it nowadays, what, when you're married, right, when you get married, it's supposed to be one of the happiest days of your life. I think because of the way weddings are going now and the tradition that comes with it, it's just so stressful. It's so like stressful. I like it shouldn't be. Yeah. So like for it's my job, day. yeah, for my job, I, I photograph weddings, right? I'm gonna, I do wedding photography and I've been situations where I see the the bride and, and, and the only thing she's doing is entertaining everybody else and she's doing this and she's running to do that. And it's like, it's like, how is no one stopping and thinking about like what's happening right now? Because it everybody's so normal right, to just go right, about it because that's right, how it's supposed to, that's right. how quote unquote it's supposed to and be. And when you get married, it's your job to entertain and provide happiness and everything. And it's like, it's like at one point, it's like at, at what point of the day it, does it become yours? And it's like the two seconds where you say I do to each other and then you got to like make sure that you look at the camera for the photo. You got to make sure that you're greeting everybody. You got to make sure that you right. say thank you for the gifts and thank you for coming. And you have to mingle with your boss that you had to invite, but you really think he's a dickhead. Like there's just so many mm. traditional aspects of like, I'm even, yeah, but like, even from like who you invite, what you look like, what you're wearing, like, but why? I listen. If I have to make <laughs> it a point in my night to come say hi to you at your fucking table that I had to seat you at, because God <laughs> forbid people pick where they s- choose to sit at a wedding reception. By the way, but I did that. I didn't know. I did no assigned seating because of you. that. Uh, so if I have to come and make my way around to your table just because I haven't talked to you in about a year or two. Get the fuck out of my <laughs> wedding. Like, why are you here? Why I, Why do I feel obligated to invite you? I don't right. talk to you. Right. Because, like, you're, like, I have to invite, like, my mom's sister, sister, friend's husband. What? Yeah, why? that's crazy, too. It's crazy that uh, people have to invite people to their wedding that they've never met before. And that they're paying for it. Like, I, I'm paying for it. Like, okay, if you want your best friend's cousin to come, where's you, the money? Right. No, it's true. It's but it's, But for some reason, it's looked upon as, like, rude. Like, if you work with a certain amount of people that you interact with a lot, they have to be invited because it's looked at as rude. Like, my one my one friend, she had her wedding, and she told me that, like, h- almost a quarter of the people that she invited, she didn't know because it was her husband's dad's, like, worker, like, it, like employees that she had to invite. And Ew. it's like, I would hate that. So I would hate to mm-hmm. see somebody eating the food that I'm paying for or dancing to the songs that I picked for the for a playlist that I don't even fucking know. Like, get out. Well, also, like... Don't come up to me and say congratulations. I don't know you. When I've been talking... Pe- like, I've talked to people who... Like, my friends... Like, friends have planned weddings. Every... them. Oh, I won't say every, but the majority of the aspects that are planning, I'm like they're like bitching about it because they're just like i don't want to invite this person like i don't right. want to do this like i don't want to have this specific song played i'm like okay right. like, why are you then like, don't do again, it ask, yeah i'm asking the question like why she's yeah. like well because like i have to because like my grandma really likes this song and i'm like yeah fuck your grandma like <laughs> not, like not to be a dickhead but it's just no, like but the, this is your wedding right it's, it's your day right because it's and it's true what they say like you blink and your whole wedding day is over yeah, it is it is very true and you want to enjoy literally every single every single moment of it and sometimes that's just that's just not the case because you it's an entertainment thing and i have i've i've been photographing some weddings during quarantine but obviously like they're not your usual mm-hmm. huge weddings with three to 200 people and like the whole shebang like i've been doing a lot of court weddings and a lot of like small church ceremony weddings and it's so crazy because i will talk to the bride and groom after and they're like 
oh my god like because they would have to have they canceled like everything they would have to reschedule and they yeah. don't have the big thing they and then have they have the to say no that matters right and then and then after after about, spending yeah. a day photographing them like i talked to them they're like wow that was amazing like it was just it was just, just me and him matter. it was just me and her mm-hmm. and it was beautiful and we didn't worry about anything we were able to get drunk after we were able to hang out and he, and like and people forget that like forget that's that, right. the main reason why right. you get married to right. celebrate it with the person that you are going to spend the rest of your life with versus oh my god i have a uh, half an hour left in cocktail hour and i gotta go make my rounds and say right. hi to everybody before i cut the fucking cake and then i gotta do the first the first dance and then i gotta dance with my dad and they, it's it's just like and, too much but i also like it that's i don't think that's just one group of people that started this tradition and it like oh, trickled sure. down like society really saw that as an opportunity to monetize like the wedding business like oh yeah like, cards should not cost thousands of dollars <laughs> like your invitations should not cost thousands of dollars like i mean the fact that people pay because they feel like they have to yeah. also when you're seeing um x person get married and their then their wedding is at a beautiful venue because they make the money to afford that that venue yeah. then you feel like you have to you're competing with them you're just like right. why I, I can't post this on social media if it's not like top tier and right. it's just like there's so many other issues that get like embedded in the tradition right. so it's just like it's a whole like cluster yeah. it's not even about the tradition anymore it's about competing on social media it's the pressure it's the pressure it's the yeah. pressure yeah and you know like we said before if you are the person that likes tradition and all of this is like what you want on your wedding day, go for go it. Go for it. Go for it. But if it's not, it's okay to say no. I promise you, like, I I, I mean, I didn't have a sit-down dinner and I didn't have, um, you know, like a wedding cake that I cut and then, like, like I would die if I f- cut a piece of wedding cake and fed it to Jeff. Like, that's mm-hmm. not us at all. Like, for me, like, that's cringeworthy. But th- for so me, because that's not something that I would do. So I didn't do it. Right. But uh, so I, so I think you're in a position where you got very lucky with sharing like the exact same views as Jeff in certain aspects. Like I yeah. could, well, people probably feel the way that we feel, but right. their, their husband or their wife or, th- or their family, getting, or whoever they're married to, like they feel an obligation, like right. they're very close ties to their family. I, 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 I get I'm a people pleaser too. Like I would hate to break my mom's heart if she really wanted me to get married in a church wedding. I still wouldn't do it, but <laughs> there has to be a co- there there has to be compromises. So I there, think if yes, you like there does. stand your ground yeah. in what you believe in, and I think that like when you have those honest conversations, like yeah. you, it gets to the point of like what really matters to this to this person. Like yeah, maybe maybe the person isn't so wrapped around the tradition they're just wrapped around the meaning of it. So it's like okay, how can we find this meaning in yeah. a different tradition for us? For sure. Also. I know what what do they say women uh women dream about their wedding day so do men men make that pinterest board make that pinterest board like i've never like, dreamed think, about my wedding okay so <laughs> right which is why i love you but at the same time like i think that's this the stigma is like women dream about their wedding day like they plan it for i mean my my best friend meg she's been planning her wedding since oh my god since we were like 12 but like that's her but at the same time there are men out there that like are, are dreaming of their wedding and i think and dream about being dads too yeah like the, like so like i think whole you know family for sure they really want so dads make that pinterest board mm-hmm. dads and men make that pinterest board i'm gonna one more last thing when it comes to the topic of marriage because i feel very strongly about this when you get married you don't have to take your significant other's last name mm, this is a big one for gabby because i didn't i would I mean, I'm not tied to my last name, but that's the thing. But, but it's also you're coming. There's from always culturally. a there's always a reason behind like, it. You also got married second marriage in Peru too. Yeah, I had had two weddings, God. but you had to have. But you also 
like your culture is is such it's a so big important part to me. Yeah. Of you. Like whereas 100%. Like, if you didn't ca- if you didn't care about where you came from or if you weren't as close to your family. In oh Peru, no, like, for sure. I'm not getting married. For in sure. Peru. I mean, me not taking my husband's last last name was no slight to him at all. It was right. all about what my last name meant to me. So like, was he offended? I think I, he w- I think at first he was confused and questioned it right. because in not tradition, yeah. you, when you get married, you take your your significant's other last name and it's like a sign of like unity or coming together or whatever the fuck. But for me, it was like for me, it would have been like a loss. So my me and my little sister, um, we are the last Barantas. like the the family name ends with with us. My uncle doesn't have any kids and my aunt obviously got married to an American man and took his last name. Mm-hmm. But like we don't have a brother and like the name ends with us and it, me- it it just means so much to me. And like I think back on like, you know, how my dad came to this country to like give me and my little sister this life. And and, you know, it, it, it just it, it goes so deep for me that it's just something that I'm really, really proud of. Right. It it it. It is just a connection to my culture and my family and, 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 you know, the country of Peru for me that it's just like near and dear to my heart. And it has nothing to do with me think like in my mind, I'm like me not taking my husband's last name doesn't mean I love him any less or he is any less my husband. Right. And if we really want to get into it, mm-hmm. if we really want to get into it, last name started in like the ninth century where. I think it was in England where um, the last name was transferred over to the bride as a sign of like ownership. Mm. So the last name signified that she was no longer property of her parents and became now property of her, her now husband. Who comes <laughs> up with this shit? So like, for, Why I, I, was I, that accepted by anybody? <laughs> I mean, t- today I do, I, I, I respect and acknowledge the importance that a last name does for a family because it's like unity, but I don't respect where the origin of, of the no. last name came due to property. Right. And it's like, you have to look at the intentions of things like now, like oh, I don't for think sure. people Nowadays, are changing their names because they want to be owned by their husband. Right. But it's just like that like, you have to like establish that for yourself. Uh, right. But, um, I will say, Gab, I am very impressed with the, with how you like how you are in your relationship oh, thank like you. i think that's i like i've talked about it on our previous episode with the heartbreak like yeah. i have been somebody that like i had a lot of self-work to do so anytime i was seriously involved with somebody my whole life became about them right. and i like lost so much of me right. in those relationships and lost my identity and lost who i wanted to be and i put myself like second third fourth fifth sixth whereas like gabby like is so herself in her relationship and does whatever like wh- what you want it like if we're out for drinking you're just like sleep over and i'm just like that would give me so much anxiety because like i would always feel like i would not be like i would have to like go home to like my right. boyfriend and right. it's just like because like i it was so foreign to me that you're allowed to be your own person in a relationship with somebody else which is crazy well, first of all thank you i really appreciate no, that I because it's something would, it's, that it's, i it's, it's it inspires me so much like Aww. i can't wait for my next boyfriend i know <laughs> i'm gonna be so healthy <laughs> he has to pass the jeff test <laughs> but no I, th- I i think what comes with that is what you said before compromise and understanding mm-hmm. so like that wouldn't have happened like how how we work today wouldn't work out unless him and i were on the same page about right. that stuff it's right. also about like the intentions of like who you are dedicating your time with and like 
I think we said this in the heartbreak episode, like how you how you change yourself for somebody else. Right. It's going to bite you in the ass in the long run, uh, because if you're cha- if you're changing yep. small things about yourself that make you who you are and and independent or, you know, confident or whatever, if you're changing that to to. To, to make the other person feel better when it comes to big decisions like moving in together, like marriage, like going on vacation, like spending or, or spending money together, that might be affected by it. And if I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying that I was honest throughout our whole, I mean, obviously I was like self-conscious about some stuff and, you know, things like that. But like the big things, you have to be really real with the person and, and be honest. And for me, it was like, I'm not, and I, Jeff, Jeff knew this, I think within the first year, like I'm not a traditional person. Right. I am not. He knew it the second he found out I couldn't cook and I <laughs> hate cooking. And the thing is he cooks. Cook, I don't okay, clean. But let me tell you, I got this ring. <laughs> Never gets old. Um, Like literally write that on my tombstone. <laughs> but no, you just have your own identity where I think right. like, people get contorted. Right. Like oh, we're coming together. I'm with this person. Like we're one person. For sure. And like when and we I, first I started dating, years, like, I, I had yeah. those bad habits. Like I didn't know anything else. Exactly. Because that it's what you're used to. Like when he, Jeff was my first very serious relationship mm-hmm. where, where there was, everybody has those moments where you think of like, oh, this might be the person I spend the rest of my life with. And when I started thinking to that, I was like, okay, so like, what do I do? And I remember at first, I remember I would try to impress, and he can say this, that I would try to impress him by cooking. And I, f- when I tell you I fucking hate cooking, it's just, it's not fun for me. It's therapeutic for other people. It's not fun for me. Like, I don't enjoy it. And I, I, I just, I hate it. I've always hated it. But in my mind, I felt if he, if he is thinking of me as somebody for his future, I have to cook and like, I'll be, you know, I'll be, oh yeah, I love cooking. Yeah. Oh my God. You're going to come home and I'm just going to have this like beautiful, like four course meal out for you. The presentation itself is so, is a lot. I know. And it wasn't until he, I think it was like year two when I would try to cook for him and he would realize how much I hated it. And he was like, you know, I really appreciate this, but like, you don't have to do this. And it w- I don't and know. That was the first time so like that somebody that acknowledged I, or like I love that so much. Right. And and now because there's probably people that would have accept would have still have ex- expected you to keep trying because that was what right. they labeled you. Right. Like, or never questioned it. Or or questioned yeah. it, right? That would have just been like, "Oh, like she's doing this for me. Like I'm going to let her exactly. keep doing it." That you could And be, now it's great. Now we're married and I don't fucking cook and he cooks he's all the time. He's also he's a fantastic like, cook. Like he probably was tasting your your food and I'm like, "Oh, I can't Trash do this yeah. forever. <laughs> no spices oh, in here. No flavor." Out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think you know, it's, it's okay to be honest with yourself and realize like what traditions are meant for you and what, and what are not meant for you. And if you want to have a big wedding, go for it. If you want to go elope, go for it. If you want to take somebody's last name, go for it. If you don't like, don't put yourself in debt and in pressure and in stress, trying to conform and your beliefs into something that you're not. Yeah. And I think the pressure of tradition comes with resentment. Hundred yeah. thousand. If you se- if you settle for something percent. because you're pressured because of tradition or customs or beliefs, it's like that'll that's gonna catch up to you, mm-hmm. and nobody wants that. Um, so yeah, hmm. that was that was a good topic topic of marriage. That was yeah, but hmm. I think a lot of these topics that we just spoke about obviously have to do with tradition in society for a woman's perspective, but we also want to talk about like the traditions and expectations of that men have. And I think, you know, there's some things that like definitely need to be changed. Yeah. Like I, I, I for sure feel genuinely bad for men and some of the expectations that society has built up to them. Cause especially because they are, I feel like uh, I, 
not more significant, but I feel like as a society, like people put more emphasis on men on making sure that they're the breadwinner and that they're this person to this female. Cause like they have to be everything. Like they have to be the tough guy. They have to be the breadwinner. They have to be the, the top corporate ladder person. Yeah. They have to be, they have to be smart. They have to be strong. They can't cry. They can't cry. They can't show emotions. If something happens, like that person needs to be, I feel bad for that. Yeah. I, there was a, I, um, I, when we and Gabby were mapping this out, I had such a question, like I had a question cause I thought about this the other day, weirdly enough, uh, love the universe. <laughs> I, it is so strange to me that like as independent as I am and as independent as all my friends are, that it is still like as a society expected for men to pay for women. And I believe that like, that obviously started because like women couldn't work. And so like right. guys had to pay for it. They were the only person bringing in income. For sure. But it's like now it's like, cause like I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I do expect um, a guy to pay on the first day because that's just what I've, what you're used to. That's what, what society I've been told. told you. Like that's what I was used to, but it's just like, why? Like it, like we fight for equality so much and just like, and I don't, I don't I know. I pay for my own meal. But I'm like, I, so I, I would say I pay for a lot in any of the relationships. I, I have no qualms about paying for dinner. And like, I think it should be like maybe back and forth. Cause like, that's also a lot of money to require for the guy to keep paying for you right. all the time. But it's like, why is or, that an or expectation? Maybe, or maybe the guy is the one that doesn't have a job right now. Mm-hmm. I think that's also like, should be normalized. Like I if, know. If, if there's a guy that, whether he's in school or going through a work transition or honestly can't afford a lot of stuff right now, he still deserves to go out and date, but maybe he just, <laughs> he does, you know, he d- everybody going, deserves to find somebody, but, but going like out and paying for something that winds up being at least like what, 200 bucks yeah. for, and like, that's just like the bare minimum if you like right. go out. like if you're going to place uh, like a nice have, place and like a couple I, of I, drinks i drink a lot <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm going to order drinks but it's like it's weird that i feel like guys have to pay yeah 100%. i'll always offer obviously like i always yeah. do the like oh my god let me pay yeah, but, but i don't because i don't mind paying right. if i have to pay right right uh-huh. did jeff pay for you of, yeah of course he did of course yeah but like that's the thing but also i think it was different because when me and jeff first started dating i was still in school right and he was like had a grown-ass job okay so yeah. like you know but but at the same but time but at the same time it. like you said i always offered right right and what's wild is that like that's the expectation that's the expectation that females have for guys and guys have for themselves but it's like wild because <laughs> i expect you to pay for my dinner but you can leave me on red like you can't like <laughs> you can't type answer of chivalry we you, want you can't right like that's chivalrous like for you to pay for my dinner but you can't answer me back and you have to ghost me and you're sleeping with 18 <laughs> other females that you met on the dating app oh but thank god you paid but for that meal god, thank you thank you god thank you, you for being for a gentleman <laughs> Like why, why is that what we consider gentleman like? Yeah, you're right. Ugh. Or not even gentleman like, I don't think it needs to be gentleman. It's just like respectful. Right. It's like, wh- but it's like, I think it's said it, it's the standard. Yeah. It's like, why you're is right. that the bare minimum? Like I'd rather you answer my text and you show me attention <laughs> and reassurance <laughs> and you like me than you fucking pay for my food that I can already pay for myself. Retweet it, bitch. Sorry. I just got mad at guys right there. That's my fault. That's <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of my own standards. <laughs> but I think another thing is um, um, men are allowed to also pamper themselves or like I, be I, into certain things that for some reason society says is a woman's hobby or a woman's interest. Like I love when men like fashion. I like know. I have this one friend, Eric, um, and he, he is an impact. I think he has great style and he he like pushes boundaries where he wears pastels or things that are pink or I love when guys are yeah, pink. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's so cool. I think it's I think it's so nice that people um think that not think but like go out of their way to like enjoy things that make them happy versus like what they're going to think of. Right, but even like 
even though I love when guys wear pink, will I still like as like a teasing joke make fun of them for it? Oh, yeah. the boys are going at it. <laughs> Snacks, Wait. you fuck. <laughs> they never play. They never play. Snacks. He's the worst intern we've ever had. Well, he's the only intern we've ever had. But yeah, like I'll be the first person that like if I notice that like a guy friend is tanning or that he has a nail stone, but like that's just my sense of humor. But I, I do, a, I, I feel bad now that I do yeah. that because I think, I think also society does that in general. Like sure. guys are the first people to dicky on each other about like who's being like more feminine. Like right. we talked about um guys ordering like quote unquote girly drinks. Like yeah. I, there's at the restaurant I, I work at, um, there's a spicy margarita, but it's made with guava. So the guava makes it pink. And so when guys will order it, they like they just see the spicy margarita aspect of it and so they order it and then when i bring it over to them they're like oh i didn't know it was pink and it's like so who gives a fuck yeah. if it was pink like cosmo- uh, cosmopolitan is one of the best cocktails out there it's delicious and it's like, pink and it's pink it's yeah. like why would you not drink the spicy margarita that you want just because it's pink like all the you're guy scared what people are gonna I, on the other table are i like at you, disregard so? that comment completely like i just like ignore what they're saying yeah. like who cares like do you want me to take it back you're weird a hundred percent i think another thing is when it comes to that is oh so like we're recording this episode when vogue releases released their first cover last week with harry styles where harry styles is in a dress this like that Har- was such a big thing i know media. i kept saying well, it a lot of like, a lot cares? of straight white men were really pressed about that or conservative women for some fucking reason saying that it's dangerous it, there's people that ha- have have come out and say that a cover of vogue of a man wearing a dress and his nails painted is dangerous to society I Why? think I think suppressing it is the danger to society. <laughs> it's what we've been doing for years. It's like because of tra- and the only reason we've been doing it for years is because of tradition. I think that that's fucking bullshit. I I post a lot on my personal page about um the Instagram boy boss baby Brody. Oh yeah, so his we'll we'll link him if you guys don't know about him. He's this what he's, he's like at least five or six. I don't know. He's he's I thought he was like twenty eight in like a five year old's body. Like yeah. he he has his own personality. Like and just like and his facial expressions. Like he looks like he has a mortgage. Right. But he's he, <laughs> but he's a he's he's around five or six. But he's a dancer. He loves ballet and performing and dancing. But what's amazing about his story is that his parents are. Encourage encouraging him. him to like listen to music and dancing that's more feminist more feminist and and even dressing in leotards yeah, like he, he and he like tutus and, and disney t- princess exactly. dresses and, and he's a and he's a little boy but I th- it's beautiful it's, his mom it's just amazing. posted on the most recent post like um we'll share it yeah <laughs> it was so it was so amazing to read because she was basically saying like he picks his outfits every day and like she just lets him like be who he wants to be right um for whatever day and she's like it would have been so easy for my husband and i to ignore stop, it it's ign- to stop this like anytime he right. wanted to play with a barbie doll instead of a transformer we could have just said no right and they could have kept saying no because that's the easier thing to do than explain yourself on social media or to other people or to right. him if he gets teased for certain things like he plays with barbies he wears dresses uh, and he i i've never and he's probably the most happiest kid in the whole world so much happiness like i yeah i don't even like kids and i get like the <laughs> sense of like love watching him because i'm just like yo this dude is so happy and he's yeah. so himself and he's authentic like whether he right. wants to 
right and now and now he never has to grow up and think about like oh mom and dad didn't let me do that at a young age now i'm gonna do it today i think he's gonna do wonderful things because people and his parents like because when you're a kid like you basically do have to live by whatever your parents say and their beliefs because like you're under their (gasps) roof and you're also dependent on them so the fact that like they're allowing him to shape himself right now is so important i think that's what society needs well you're well you're making a good point because because of the decision that his mom mm-hmm. and his father did for him, it it's will breaking. The rest of it, well, right. it's also breaking the family cycle uh-huh. tradition where mm-hmm. now he grows up being very open exactly. and and accepting of whoever exactly. wants to wear whatever, or listen to whatever, or anything like that. Where it's not now, it's now if he were to grow up and start a family, like he's able to bring uh-huh. in those new traditions of like acceptance uh, yeah. into him. And he won't need therapy at 40 years old because his mom won't <laughs> wear a dress. Like, it's so, yo, but it's so true. Like, it is so true. I, I think we're, I think parents, like I have to say, I don't know what it's like to parent a kid. I can't even imagine. Yeah. But it's just like, if you're like, why? Like there's so many times that like parents say no, it's just like, dude, wh- like, why are we saying no? Like if he wants to wear a dress, why is that wrong? Right. Because tradition says, because you're afraid of what, what mom at target is going to pass mm-hmm. you and be like oh that kid's wearing it like who right. gives so, a fuck so i give that mom and that f- entire family, family a lot of credit so much yeah. credit. but we'll definitely link his bio in there because i think it's really really interesting and it's just like it's so uplifting so it's just uplifting. so nice to see something like that and um you know if you take anything from this episode if you want to keep traditions like i think that's amazing like traditions come in different aspects of life whether it's it's what you're proud of or what you know makes you happy or the things that you share with loved ones but if there comes a point where you're questioning what you're doing and you want to switch it up like don't feel pressure to keep it to keep it going right like do do what makes you happy and and don't fall into you know what what society has has told you right. to. you have to just basically like learn to like put yourself first because i'm i'm somebody like i'm not only against tradition like for some to some degree i'm against i guess the obligation against it like i said like i i have a very small family there i don't like half of them i don't really talk to half of them like i love my mom and sister but it's like i don't feel obligated to spend holidays with these people just for the sake of the tradition of spending holidays with your family right. like i i started making my own traditions because that just didn't suit me or my family because it's like yeah why am i going to force myself into something i don't fit in for sure and i think that's what you know that's that's the lesson guys don't force yourself into something that doesn't serve you and that mm-hmm. comes with tradition I feel like that's like the overarching theme of every episode that every it comes episode. down to. Like, love yourself first and... But say fuck you to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you. Yeah, do you. Uh, so that's pretty much our episode on traditions and why we hate them. Mm-hmm. Mm. But what we're going to bring to the table this week is um, a list of books and actual movies that um, are about stories of, of breaking tradition. Whether it's, you know, a woman in a certain, uh, you know, work environment or uh, um, a, a a culture um what else i mean there's a whole list of them we don't want to yeah. give them away they're a lot of fun but you know um books movies so we'll definitely link that um in our link tree in our bio so definitely yeah. check them out and if you guys have any suggestions of books or articles or movies or anything like that that um is about tradition or breaking tradition or, or something that isn't the norm send them our way oh my god I what? can't believe we made it through this entire episode and I didn't say my biggest fucking point ever. Wait, what? I mean, aside from all my other big fucking points, <laughs> I <laughs> newsflash, newsflash, breaking news. No, this probably could have fit into like the wedding category. I say it, say it. I think it's 
so wrong that only mom to bees and brides to bees. <gasps> Wait, why I, did how did you forget about I have, this? I had so much I was on a roll with other things. Like Wait, everybody please listen to this because she made a huge point. I don't think that just people or pa- parents that are about to become parents <laughs> or people that are about to be married why do they get the party and the registry so why like do why do people get the bridal shower or the baby shower yeah, it's like i there's so many other things that we can celebrate but it's like you can't like you feel like you can't celebrate it in that way because it's not traditionally like symbolic to celebrate like getting into school or getting this job or turning a certain age like i want a fucking registry but it's like i have to get married and to have a baby to have a registry and a party for people to celebrate my greatness oh oh yeah carrie bradshaw i will say this is not my um, original thought <laughs> carrie bradshaw had an episode in sex in the city where she ca- calculated the amount of money that she spent on this one a person's like family like family skip like oh the, the birthday the, parties the wedding and the wedding the, yeah and the, and the bridal shower and the and the, all the other things and she's like i i want to she's like and she made like 600 shoes for part of her registry is like payback she's like why can I not be celebrated as like a single woman? Like, and these milestones in my life, yeah. just cause I'm not celebrating them with somebody else uh, or for somebody else. What a good point. So I, so the next big I, event that happens I, in I, your I, life, I that's not a, a kid registry. or a wedding. We're going to have a registry. Yeah, for like it. I want the, fo- I, I want a photo shoot. Can we do a registry for when you get into law school? Yeah. I also want a photo shoot. Like I don't want to oh, just, yeah, like I want to dress up and like post on social media. 100%, I'm like, here for it. Instead of like an ultrasound picture, like a, like an acceptance <laughs> letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so please uh keep your eye out for that soon because that's probably what's gonna happen which i think is amazing yeah continue to break traditions yeah just celebrate whatever you want yeah hmm. don't yeah. let and don't let tradition stop you from doing something either like like i said like i think that yeah. more things like that aren't normalized because people are like well it's not tradition i can't do that like we can only celebrate certain things it's like no like just celebrate what the fuck you want whatever whatever you want your life to be it's not going to be tradition because it's never been done before. So you have to just break the glass ceiling or whatever that fucking metaphor is and just do it. Yeah, exactly. Ah, mm. what a great note to finish on. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for remembering that huge I, point. I I, that was like so the whole, that bitter. was the whole point of this entire episode. I would have been so bitter. I if know. I, if we stop recording this and I'm like, oh my God, we have to re-record. We have to re-record. But now we don't. Good job, Brain. Thank you. All right. Well, that was episode 29. We hope wow. you enjoyed it. I know. The next one will be 30. Gabby's right. soon to be age. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.